Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The New York Yankees kicked off a 13-game stretch by splitting two of three games against the Atlanta Braves. On this brief episode, we're going to break down that two-game set and look ahead to the Yankees' upcoming four-game series against the Cleveland Indians. Let's get started here on a brand new episode of the Pinstripe Talk podcast, which begins right now. You are listening to the Pinstripe Talk podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to yet another edition of the Pinstripe Talk podcast, powered to you by Delahanty Media. I'm your host, Nick Delahanty. We apologize in advance if our audio sounds a little weird. As they say, the show must go on, and we were dedicated to make sure we had a show for you available as we made the promise we would recap every single series this year to the best of our ability. And that's what we're going to do. Yankees just wrapped up a two-game series against the Atlanta Braves. And although the Bronx Bombers split the one game apiece with the Braves, the series just doesn't feel satisfying. And we're going to go into the series and more on this episode. Before we get started, a reminder, you can follow us on social media at PinstripeTalkND, my personal account at Nick Delahancy. Find us on Facebook by searching up Pinstripe Talk Podcast. We're also available on Instagram by searching Delahanty Media. And you can find everything and anything regarding the Delahanty Media brand on our website by going to www.delahantymedia.com. If you are new to our show, we welcome you aboard. If you're a returning member, we thank you for your continued support. As always, our show is available on all podcasting platforms. Check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Music, 
tune in radio, you name it, our show is there available for you to download. Whatever platform you do use, make sure you subscribe, rate, and review the show on there. All feedback is definitely most appreciated. Now, let's jump right into this series, and let's go into Game 1. Game 1 happened on Tuesday night in the Bronx. Yankees came in with a five-game losing streak, so they were looking for anything, and really anything, to help get them back on track. The Yankees end up winning this ball game, but it wasn't because they played extremely well. Atlanta handed them the ball game, and we're going to tell you how they did so. All right, so Jamison Tyone gets the start for the Yankees, and he was solid. Went five strong, threw only 80 pitches, allowed one run. That run came in the third inning. He was solid. If you're looking for a positive, he's looking more and more effective as he goes along. I think that over time, he's a guy the Yankees can rely on. Hopefully, he could continue to get sharper because if he could keep the pitch count low, he may be able to pitch later into games, and that would tremendously help the Yankees' bullpen. So in the third inning, the Braves scored their only run of the game on an RBI double, and that's all the Yankees' pitching staff would let up. But as we know, the Bronx Bombers are not the Bronx Bombers at this point of the season. They have been mightily struggling offensively. But they get a spark in the bottom half of the fifth inning when Gio Urshela, the most happy fella, it's a 437-foot bomb to center field. Yankees tie up the game there. Now, we had nothing from that point on until the eighth inning. Between then, you got a solid outing out of Lucas Lickey. He did walk to, but he was able to get out of the jam. He then, in turn, turns the ball over to Chad Green. Green allows two hits, but did strike out two. Yankees, in a little bit of a bind, bring in Justin Wilson to face Freddie Freeman, who grounds out to end the threat. Loisica comes on to pitch the top half of the eighth, and he does Jonathan Loisica-type stuff. There was an inning that strikes out a batter. Looked really impressive. We go to the bottom of the eighth. And to be quite honest, the Yankees got a lot of help from the Braves as a whole. Aaron Hicks, pitch hits for Talkman. He walks, start the inning. Followed by a LeMahieu single. Then a judge single to right, which Hicks should have scored on, but that's beyond the point. When you jog around third base, you're not going to score. It is what it is. Now, you have the bases loaded. Clint Frazier gets the opportunity to pinch hit for Gardner. And I'm saying this is his moment. This is the time where he's going to earn his pinstripes. Earn his way back into the lineup. Wrong. But before that happens, a wild pitch from Jones scores Hicks. The Yankees take a 2-1 to lead. Frazier unable to do anything. Pops out to second. Then the Braves counter by intentionally walking Giancarlo Stanton to face Glaber Torres. Torres flies out. No run score. Mike Ford, who was called up before the series, walks to give the Yankees a 3-1 lead. Now, you know, when you're looking at it as a whole, obviously, you would rather see the Yankees get a big hit or have a clutch moment in a situation like this. But when you're riding a five-game losing streak, you'll take it however it comes. And yeah, it's not a situation where you're like, oh yeah, it's a great way to win a game or to take a lead. But you do realize the circumstance and you know, you'll definitely take it for sure. You're not going to give back that inning at all for that matter. We go to the top of the ninth. Chapman comes in. He looks great again. Did walk a batter, but struck out two. 
Ball game over. Yankees take the first game of the series 3-1. Like I said, disappointing way to win because obviously when you're on a five-game losing streak, you want to come back and you want to have a kind of statement win where the offense clicks and you start to see signs of life. But unfortunately, that was not the case. Yankees struck out more times, six times to be exact, than they got on base by hits, and that was five. So the offense is still not doing well. And if you take into consideration five of those hits that the Yankees had, four came off the bat of LeMahieu or Urshela. That means that the other seven spots in the lineup combined for one total hit. That's not a good day at the ballpark. But regardless, you'll take the win. You hope that it could build some momentum heading into the second game of the series, knowing that the Braves are dealing with some injuries and they're kind of in the same predicament as you. So you're hoping that you could come away with a series sweep and try to get back on track. With the sweep of the Braves in mind, the Yankees turned to Corey Kluber. Kluber, who has not really been good at all, takes the ball for the Yankees. And again, he just has his moments where he kind of loses control of everything. Through the first couple of innings, put up a couple of zeros, looked rather effective, was able to spot his pitches and was getting some key outs. And then the fifth inning comes around and Kluber just completely loses it, was unable to get out of the fifth inning through 91 pitches total, allowed two earned runs, walked four guys, actually walked more than he struck out. The situation with Kluber is this. The Yankees need length out of the starting pitching, and you saw it, and we talked about it earlier with Jamison Tyone. If they can get length out of those guys, it's going to go a long way in helping the bullpen stay fresh. And for a guy like Kluber, we know the injury history. We know that it's been a while since he's pitched at this level. But in the same token, how long is the leash on Corey Kluber? You know, when you're looking at it as a whole, the Yankees need something out of him. And I don't know what it is, but it just seemed like he flipped the switch and and completely lost it in that fifth inning. Before that inning, I'm thinking... You know, maybe you could even get six out of him today. That's how, like, decent he was pitching. I wouldn't say he was great, but he was pitching at a level where maybe you get six innings, a run or two, and you'll take that any single day of the week, especially with the way the Yankees' offense has been. you got to limit the damage. Unfortunately, Kluber not able to get out of the fifth. Yankees have to go to Nelson. He goes an inning and a third. He didn't allow a run on his own. Then you had Sessa for two. He let up a run, and Brooks Krisky, who was called up for additional bullpen help, he goes an inning, really struggled. He got optioned down to the minor leagues after the game, which was expected prior to anyway. Now, scoring-wise, Yankees didn't do much. All the damage was really done by the Braves. The Braves opened up the scoring in the fifth inning, that struggle inning from Kluber. They scored two then tacked on another run in the 7th and another one in the ninth on an Austin Riley home run that wouldn't have been out in any other ballpark in Major League Baseball, but we'll leave it at that. And then the Yankees score what ended up being a meaningless run on a single by Clint Frazier, snapped his streak of at-bats without an RBI. I was tired of hearing that one too. Yankees, five hits again, unable to get anything going. 
The real unfortunate thing is that the Braves as a whole only had four hits. Scored four runs on four hits. A couple of things from this game. Number one, DJ LeMay, who 0 for 5, really looked lost at the plate. He's just not himself right now. I don't know what's up with LeMahieu. I expect him to get back on track, but he's had kind of ups and downs so far this year. It may be that the Yankees lineup behind him is not hitting. Maybe he's not seeing pitches that he's used to because teams are now focused on him. Who knows? But I'm not really concerned about him. I'm sure he'll bounce out of it. Giancarlo Stanton's lost another 0 for. He's batting 158 on the year. Gio Rochella left the game with lower back tightness. Hopefully it's nothing serious. It was cold. Aaron Boone thinks it's just a day-to-day type of situation. Then you have the Glaber Torres situation. Check swings on what was I thought was not a really great pitch. Ball trickles in front of the plate. Glaber jogs to first base. Storyline all over the place. So you see an Andy Martino article. Send them down to the minors. This and that. And Glaber is taking it to heart. Posted on Instagram, you know, all the noise and stuff. There was a whole Instagram story. It was ended up being removed. But you could tell that these guys are just not there yet. And they're really pushing when they get to the plate. They're struggling. You could just tell that it's affecting them as a whole. If you look at the Yankees lineup from yesterday, and this is kind of scary. We're going to take out LeMahieu. And we're going to take out Judge and we're going to take out Urshela. Because those guys are hitting over 260 respectively. Okay? Now, I know it's early in the year. And average at this point really can't be a determining factor. But you have Stanton hitting 158. Torres 186. Aaron Hicks 154. Sanchez hitting 200. Frazier hitting 175. At some point, something's got to give. And... It's the offense that's really hurting them because the pitching's been really good. My concern is that when the offense finally figures it out, because yes, they are going to figure it out, that the pitching's going to be so burnt that they're going to not be able to get outs. And then we're going to have high-scoring games. It's going to be really ugly. But again, it is a stressful thing. I don't know about you, but this team just lacks fire for me. It's hard watching them on a nightly basis at this point. They're... They can't figure it out. I don't want to say they're frustrated, but you can tell there's some frustration there. And it just seems like there's no motivation. It's just going through the motions. This team needs somebody like a Paul O'Neill to fire them up, to spark them up. I don't know what to tell them at this point, but the way it's going, this is going to get really ugly really fast if changes aren't made. And where do you go with the changes? Do you blame Brian Cashman for making the Yankees look like a poverty franchise but not wanting to go over to the luxury tax? Do you blame Aaron Boone for not getting the most out of his players? Do you blame the players? Start moving guys up and down. Let me tell you, if they option Glaber Torres and put Tyler Wade at short every day, I will not watch. I'm just telling you that right now. I don't care if it's an upgrade. I don't care. I don't want to see it. Like Glaber played through his struggles, it's... The Yankees' fault for not getting a capable backup shortstop that could fill in the void. Who's to blame? I think if this continues, you're going to see a lot of people start with the Aaron Boone stuff. You heard the fire Aaron Boone chant in the in Yankee Stadium on Wednesday night. It's getting to be a situation that is turning very ugly very fast. And if these players don't start producing, it's only going to get uglier from here. 
And I don't think the Yankees want that. So there has to be, I mean, has to be a very, I mean, very key importance on this eight-game stretch that the Yankees are coming up on, this road stretch, because they need to capitalize on each and every one of these games. The Yankees will travel to Cleveland. That series will start on Thursday night. It will be a four-game set. Domingo Herman returns from the minor leagues. I don't know why we're not going Davey Garcia, but the Yankees feel like Herman is the right answer right now. Hopefully, he proves them right. Looks like we're going to get a Beaver-Cole matchup at some point this weekend, possibly Saturday. The pitching matchups are still to be determined. Then, after the Yankees take on the Indians in a four-game set, they'll travel to Baltimore for another four-game set for the majority of the week before heading home to host the Detroit Tigers for a three-game set before finally getting an off day after 13 straight games. I don't know where the future is going to take us with this show in regards to positive, negative, but if it's anything like we've seen over the first three weeks of the season, it's not going to get better anytime soon. The Yankees need to hit that emergency button, that, I don't want to say panic button, but the emergency button, wake everybody up, They got to get back on track. They have the talent to do so. It's just a matter of it clicking and these guys getting back on track. Hopefully, Sunday, we'll have a better show for you, a more positive show. Would be very nice if the Yankees could sweep the Indians or take three or four, get themselves right back on track before going to Baltimore and facing the Orioles, which they've had a lot of success against in the past and already took two or three from this season. I told you it was going to be a shorter show. Obviously, we only had two games to talk about, but we're hopeful that they could turn it around. The offense hasn't given any indication of that, but as long as the pitching stays as sharp as it's been, I got to tell you, I still got some hope, and I hope you guys do as well. If you missed it at the beginning of the show, make sure you follow us on social media at Pinstripe Talk ND. Find us on Facebook by searching up Pinstripe Talk Podcast. Our show is available on all podcasting platforms. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, you name it, the show is there available for you. Make sure you're checking us out on any platform of your choice. We're also live on YouTube. Search up Delahanty Media for all the latest updates on the Delahanty Media brand. You can also check out our website, DelahantyMedia.com, if you're looking for more information or want to buy some Delahanty Media gear. The gear is really nice. I've seen a bunch of it from a bunch of you. I'm excited to see more go out in the near future. Until next time, this has been another episode of the Pinstripe Talk Podcast, powered to you by Delahanty Media. I'm your host, Nick Delahanty. Regardless of how bad it's been, make sure you keep those pinstripes on. And as always, let's go Yankees. We'll talk to you really soon, everyone. Take care. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.